Hello and welcome to my final monthly roundup of the year, which is obviously December of 2019. And the games for this month were Titanfall 2 and Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game. And I'll jump straight in by talking about Titanfall 2, which was released in 2016. It took up 55.2 gigabytes on the PlayStation and it is a first person shooter developed by Respawn Entertainment. It is quite sci-fi. There are robots and stuff in space. Yeah, it's pretty futuristic. So, I'd obviously read before I started that um, a lot of comments on the internet were saying like it's a very, very good game. It's like a really good first-person shooter. So I was like, interesting. Um, anyone that knows that's watched anything of mine before will know I'm not a first-person shooter person. So I've kind of been improving a little bit because I've got to try some this year with PS Plus. But um, I was like, okay, I'll keep an open mind. It sounds like, you know, good. Maybe not for me, but good. And honestly, I really liked it. It was really good. Um, The first thing I was playing on easy mode. <laughs> so that obviously kind of can change how you experience the game. But for me... Easy mode was the perfect amount of easy. Um, I could manage, I wasn't dying. Um, it was still a challenge, but there was plenty of ammo. I was never worried about um, running out of ammo, particularly. Or, like, it was a couple of times I thought maybe I was going to die, but um, or maybe once. But it was like, it wasn't stressful, it was um, fun. Whereas, I imagine that the difficulty level will scale up quite well, especially because a lot of first-person shooter people highly regard this game. So I imagine there is a difficulty level for anyone, whether you are a first-person shooter fan or not. So that's the first, like, point in its favour for me um, because it's something where I could probably get through the whole game I'm thinking, I mean, I don't know. I got through the first couple of hours all right. I don't know if there'll be boss fights or anything like that, but I'm sure they won't be too difficult on easy, so it's accessible for everyone. I was actually sad that I had to put it down. Um, I really did feel like I could keep going. And I feel like the, uh, not the mechanics, but the, the options that you had were going to keep going deeper and deeper. So, for example... Not long after I finished, I found no, not long before I finished, sorry, I found a gun for my Titan um, that had a whole different set of abilities and I saw in the menu there's like maybe six or more different guns with different abilities so you can kind of, I'm guessing eventually, find a build that suits you or change it compared to the situation that you're in and stuff like that. I should probably give a little bit of an overview of the game actually so you are i can't remember your character's name but you are tr in training to you want to be a pilot now in this world um there is this bad these bad people that have been taking our homelands and stuff like obviously this is all set in a universe as well so it's it is kind of in space and both sides the good and the bad have these big robots called titans and the people that like ride the robots are called pilots and that is like a pretty big role in the military for people so 
that is us. We want to be a pilot, but the game teases you a bit and you're not a pilot yet. You're just about to, you're doing the tutorial and then they're like, nope, we're not going to let you do this yet. So you're like, oh, God damn it. So what this does, gameplay wise, is it really adds a bit of variety. So you get to you get to play a regular first person shooter as a person. Um and I think you've got some quite cool abilities as well. Maybe I'll talk about that in a bit. And then on the other hand, certain missions, you then get to play as a Titan or a pilot in a Titan, whatever. And it's similar, but it's different and it keeps it varied. So, and there's going to be advantages and disadvantages to being a titan versus being a person. And I think it'll be pretty cool to explore the relationship between the two and how, you know, how they can help each other out. Because there was already a glimpse of it in my videos um, where basically we needed to manoeuvre easier. It, you know, we needed to be us rather than this big giant robot. So then we left our robot we went to go and kill some people and push a button or something and then uh, I feel like there'll be more of that in the future like, I didn't even finish the first mission really um, although I feel like I did because um, the first half of the first mission was all set in one place and then we, we drastically changed settings by the time I came off the game However, it was all still the same mission and on the same planet and stuff like that. So when I was doing the tutorial, I was like, oh, this is going to be gimmicky as hell because you can do the gun shooting and that's all normal. But then you can also like do some quite big double jumps and wall running and stuff like that. And I could see the way that the thing was laid out that there was like chances to wall run all over the place. And then when I was trying it, I wasn't very good at it. So I was like, oh, is this a gimmick? But then, like, the more that I've played, it does actually play a role in the regular game itself. And I can imagine, I don't know for sure, but I can imagine that, like, that's a good mechanic for people who have played the game and maybe doing some sorts of speedrunning, like, being really efficient at doing what you're doing. I feel like it's something that you could learn really well if you wanted to, if you wanted to put the time in and stuff. So, I don't think it was a gimmick actually at all. It, there were sections of, I want to call it platforming, but it's basically platforming, just with wall running and jumping instead of, well, climbing and, you know. <laughs> it's kind of, I'm pretty sure that I would call it platforming. So, that also breaks up the the shooting. It, it makes it into a more, almost not adventure, but almost adventure adventure first person shooter um it's not really but it's i kept on mentioning in my game um in my videos that if the, this feels like if uncharted or tomb raider was a first person shooter set in the future this is kind of the vibe i had it was like uncharted tomb raider vibes i don't know how much of that was the setting but it was also the fact of the enemies and the platforming. It all just came together to be, in my opinion, in the same kind of vein as Uncharted and Tomb Raider, except from more sci-fi. You know, Uncharted and Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider in space, 
in the future in Robot Wars. So that's kind of how I would summarize this game. Fun, good shooting, good um, good abilities. I loved like there was one avail- ability on your robot where you could like bring up the shield and if you held it, um, and then send the bullets back to the person that fired it or just deflect them or like bounce them back or something and I really liked it and then sometimes you'd get into this battle where you would do it and then the other robot would do it as well so you're like just bouncing these bullets back and also there was like multi-lock guns where it would lock onto multiple targets at once and that felt really cool when you're in your titan because you can target like say there's five people and another titan you can hit them all at once it's mint i love it then obviously if you're just being a a regular person you have to shoot each one individually i don't think a regular person would stand a chance against a titan but when you're a titan and you come up against regular people and a titan it's a blast so everything about it i really liked it was it, I feel like also it's a good starting point for people that don't like first person shooters or have never played them and want to get into them I feel like it is a good entry point like I felt like like I've already said I could probably play this game in full which is something for me because I don't enjoy first person shooters so I think you know I may even do it at some point in the future and yeah, that's saying something, so highly recommend. And not just for newcomers, like I say, I'm sure hard mode will be a very good challenge and the fighting feels badass. So, and it, it was a little bit hectic, but also it wasn't too hectic in my opinion. It was like, yeah, it was quite hectic at some points, uh, but not too much. It was like well paced I think is what I'm trying to say. It felt well paced. So I just recommend anyone if you got it. Do actually give it a go. Also I'm pretty sure there's online modes that I didn't try. And I think they're meant to be pretty good as well. So give them a try as well. Uh, let me know what they're like uh, if you want. Because if I wasn't so behind with my videos then I should have actually had a go because I do quite enjoy having a dabble in the online stuff I still remember doing it on Call of Duty so if it's anything like Call of Duty online let me know but I imagine it's more Robot Wars type stuff I, I don't know a clue but it, again I think it's meant to be pretty good so if you're in the market for a new first person shooter then I highly recommend in my opinion it's got enough shooting mechanics for people that are just there for the gameplay and it's got enough uh other interesting stuff for the people who like world building and story and stuff so a very good balance all around recommended <laughs> and then the second game <laughs> monster energy supercross the official video game I'm not going to talk about this for too long because sometimes it's like if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything. (laughs) Which sounds awful. Maybe it's a good game for people that like the Supercross. But for someone like me, it wasn't... (laughs) The Supercross is not the reason that it 
was a bad game in my opinion it's all the rest of it it overall just felt like a clunky beta and it needed a lot of work to do before actual release but obviously it's not beta it is a real game so it was 12.1 gigabytes storage and <laughs> i've wrote disappointing so mechanically like just trying to sum up the reason that it felt like a beta mechanically it just did not perform well at all um the loading times like one of my loading times was over a minute and maybe it, i don't know if that sounds like a lot to anyone or not but it feels like a lot like especially it's a racing game <laughs> in a full minute like just for something of this quality it doesn't come through very well on my um videos because i cut out um the waiting times but like it varied between 30 seconds and a minute and the, mo the most one was over a minute so it was just excessive for what the game is in my opinion it was <laughs> so it just kind of threw you in there without giving you any indication of controls or anything like that what i discovered after is a there might be some sort of rewind feature i don't know if it was actually just because i was looking at the trophies that i got and one of the trophies was for getting through a whole race without using the rewind feature and i was like what rewind feature and i think i did click a button that kind of brought up a rewind thing but i didn't i thought it was like a replay of a jump or something so apparently you can rewind i don't know how that affects your game or anything but that's a prime example of something that is really bad about this game is that i didn't have a clue what i was doing there was no instruction about anything um then also technically like in my second race or something i was like caught in the middle of the crowd and like people were just vanishing and i was glitching a bit and one guy just stopped in mid <laughs> mid road it was like it was a mechanical shambles in my opinion and then at one point i went i don't know if it was a finish line or it was just some sort of finish gate and i went i tried to obviously go through it but i missed and i went around the side and then i just got stuck i couldn't reverse i couldn't go forward i was just stuck there for ages and I I found the only thing I could do was to restart the whole thing but then now that I've heard about the rewind thing maybe I needed to rewind to not end up stuck there but I just think it's a bit of a failure that you can get wedged in something like that and then not even be able to back out of it because um, there was no reason for me to be stuck it was just must have just been a bad place that i went into but i nearly did it again so it can't be that uncommon so that was another thing that just contributed to it feeling like a really big beta well not even a big beta just a shit beta <laughs> i don't mean to be negative so then once i'd finished racing and i went having a look at the career mode and stuff and creating your own character and there's options for colours, costumes, faces, you know, how you want your character to look. And I was browsing through them and like I was going head one, head two, head three. 
and it wasn't changing and then like I just ended up settling on head nine or something the last one and then when I came out of it the head had changed so basically as you're cycling through the options you can't actually see it doesn't give you a preview of what it looks like so if you want to look at every option you got to press on it and like let it load in and every time it's just ridiculous really like what game does that like when you look at even i keep on bringing up the neo 2 beta when you look at the detail in that character creation and everything's instant you don't have to change the length of your fringe and then accept it and then back out to be able to see it and you shouldn't have to in this neither like you shouldn't have to in any game anymore maybe in the past when there was technological limitations it feels to me right like they've just made it for the crack for the purpose of making a game so they can say that they've got a game not there's no i don't feel like there's any love and attention and passion in it and that just makes it a big miss for me i just i can't even recommend playing it even if you do like racing i mean i feel like i don't have a a good um judgment for it because i don't like racing so maybe ignore that if you like supercross give it a go but now that you've got the knowledge of all the things that's wrong with it maybe you maybe you will enjoy it you'll go in with low expectations and enjoy it so that would be good um if you want to do that but don't have high expectations is all i can say it is not a polished game it's considered it's it's quite a small game so you would think it could at least be polished but it's the opposite of polished there was also a feature where you can make your own track maybe that could be good i don't know but funnily enough at that point it made me sit and watch a whole tutorial even then it wasn't a tutorial it was just a video on the screen that i wasn't even paying attention to and it was forcing me to watch it and i was like where was this when when i was racing and i needed a bit of help honestly just the whole every, not it just it just feels like it doesn't make a lot of sense like if i was going to make a game i would think what are the key things that i need to make sure to do it's like they've just not even done that. They've just started making it and thrown it all together. Again, that sounds so judgmental and so horrible because I know that making a game is not easy. But if you, I just feel like make a game, make it for the right reasons. Don't just make a sloppy game. <laughs> I think to me, the title says it all. I did say it in my other video as well. The, the title is Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game. What kind of game needs the official video game on the title? Like, the, I feel like the only people that would ever call it that are people that don't play video games. <laughs> so that kind of sums up the whole experience I had with that game. And it's such a shame because it was the last game of the year. Like, what a downer to end it on. It was probably, like, one of my least favourite of the year. Which is a shame. But I don't want to let that overshadow titanfall 2 because that was a very good game so they've kind of like tried to balance it out by giving a really good one and a really naff one <laughs> i don't know why they have to give the naff ones that's the the complaint that i've got and that's kind of all i think to say about this month i am gonna do a video of the year um a roundup of the year shall i say 
uh, just to review, I've been going through it and uh, making some notes and looking at the previous months and stuff. It's like, it's quite exciting going back and looking and seeing what we've had and remembering back to that time. It's been a whole year that I've been doing these videos now and it feels like a lifetime ago. So I've been enjoying going back, seeing what we'd got and kind of evaluating the year as a whole. So I'm going to release that video as soon as it's done. Hopefully before the year ends to, so that it's still kind of relevant. And then we're waiting for the announcement for January 2020. So we don't get the announcement until Wednesday in a few days. Well, it won't be a few days by the time that I <laughs> release this video. But um, if I'm going to make a prediction... In my opinion, they should do something really good to set off the year with a bang. So, right, I'm not going to make one prediction. And I'm probably going to talk about it in my yearly thing as well. And the one that, it's not a prediction, it's more like what I think they should do. And I think that they should do God of War. Because I was looking in the Christmas sales and it's down to like, was it either 11 or £15 or something? It's really cheap now. It's a PS4 exclusive, so it's going to be something what sets it apart because none of the other platforms are going to be able to give this for free. It's going to, you know, everyone that might have got a PlayStation device for Christmas, it might tempt them to dabble in a PS4. And it's just meant to be a really good game and I want it. So <laughs> that's like, that's what I think they should do. And it would like, people would go nuts for it. Like, I think that would be a smart, if they could get away with it. Um, I don't know the loopholes they have to go through and, like, the developers, like, the publishers or whatever, getting them on board. But I think God of War would be a really good one. Potentially even Horizon Zero Dawn. But God of War is the one for me that's, like, boom. Have it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... um. My prediction slash hope for January 2019 seems stupid to delay giving it any longer because, like I say, because the price has been so cheap lately. So I am hoping for that. And just want to say thanks for anyone who has listened and watched and been there. It's been mint i've absolutely loved making this series i've hated that i got so far behind but my life got a bit hectic but hopefully i'm going to try and set aside you know a day each month to just do it crack on with it because i love doing it and it's so much fun so that's kind of it for the december's monthly roundup and i will be back with the yearly one hopefully soon i will catch you then thank you so much for listening bye